0: Welcome to Torah Imercha Nachyomi with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Pamela refka Samanson, and today we will be studying Divrei HaYom Beis Perak HaVtesh, Chapter 29. With aspects reminiscent of the original inauguration of the Beis HaMikdash in the time of Shlomo HaMelech, this Perak is about the initial steps that the righteous king Chizkiyahu takes to open back up the doors to the Beis HaMikdash to purify that which was defiled, reestablish the kaihanim, the priests, and the levim in their roles, reinstate the holy service in the Besamekdash, rededicate the people, reignite faithfulness, cause the uplifting melodies of service and praise to Hashem to be sung and played on musical instruments once again. Chizkiyahu becomes king aged twenty-five, and he reigns for twenty-nine years in Jerusalem. The shame imay Avia bas and his mother's name is Avia, daughter of Zacharyahu. The chidah in Chumas Anach comments that Chizkiyahu's mother is deserving of Chizkiyahu being called by her name because she was the cause of him not being burned for idolatry. We mentioned in our study of the previous Perak, his father, Achaz had wanted to burn Chizkiyahu in idolatrous practice, and his mother saved him by putting the blood of Salamander on him to protect him. She saved him. Psalm so, 2 to 3, He did what was right in Hashem's eyes, like all that David, his father, had done. He, in the first year of his reign, in the first month, opened the doors of the Beis HaMikdash and strengthened them. Remember that his father, Achaz had closed the temple doors and Malbim clarifies that they had actually been ruined. Chizkiyahu then gathers the Kohanim and Levi'im to the Ha HaMizrach, which Mitzurah David says was positioned on Har the Temple Mount. Chizkiyahu charges the Kohanim and Levim with holy tasks. He tells them in Pesukim 5 to 11, with interspersed explanation from Malbim, unless otherwise specified, he tells them his Kadshu, Sanctify yourselves. Matsuras David says this means immersion in order to enter the The Beis HaMekdash. And sanctify the house of HaShem, God of your fathers. He's telling them to sanctify it from the impurity of idolatry, from the figures that Achaz engraved, and to withdraw all the vessels and make others. Write C U S hanido Min Ha and take the nedor out of the kaidash the temple meaning take the idolatry out Kimo alu avaisenu va asu harab eini hashem ale kenu vaya asvuhu fenehem mimishkan hashem vayetnu iraf because our fathers had acted unfaithfully and done evil in the eyes of Hashem our God, they forsook him. They turned their faces from the dwelling place of Hashem and gave their back, turned their back. It started with transgressing Torah. And then they turned away from the Mishkan of Hashem, that they worshipped idolatry, Baal and the sun prostrating themselves in an eastern direction. And after that, also, they closed the doors of the Ulam, the hall. They extinguished the lamps of the Menorah, as per Mitzvotus David. They didn't offer incense or bring up burnt offerings in the holy place to the God of Yisra'el. He continues telling them about punishment that has befallen their people. That Hashem's anger was upon Yehuda and Yerushalayim. Hashem made them become a za'avah, a shamo, and a sharekah. A zaavo meaning a trembling that anyone who would hear about what happened to them would tremble about it happening to them, as Metsudist David explains. A shamo, meaning a wonder, according to Metsudist Zion. An object of astonishment and a sharekah a whistling, like a person does about something important that has been destroyed, as Matsuras Tzion explains. Talking to them about this, he says, as you see with your eyes. He continues that their fathers fell by the sword and their sons, their daughters and their wives are in captivity. It's a terrible situation. He expresses his intent to make a covenant with Hashem, that Hashem's anger will be removed from them. And he charges the Kohanim and Leviim, saying, Bona'i, ato al tisholu. With Mitzvotus David, my sons, now do not be careless or forgetful in the matter of purifying the temple. Ki vachem bachar Hashem la'amid Because Hashem has chosen you to stand before him to serve him, that's a reference to the Leviyim, and to be to him those who serve and those who offer incense, this refers to the Kohanim. a tremendous honour, a tremendous responsibility. The response is, the Levium arise. And they are listed by name in Pesukim 12 to 14 seven different groups of Levim are mentioned. In posuk 12, there are two Levim mentioned from each of the three families of Levim, that of Kahos, that of Merori, and that of Gershin. Verse 13 starts by listing two sons of Elitzophon, and then the remainder of the listing, which is the end of posuk 13 and all of posuk 14, lists descendants of Osoth, Hamon, and Yadusun. These Levi'em, psalm 15 and 16, with Metzodos David added in, Vaya asfu es They gathered their brothers and they sanctified themselves. Vaya ha ha-melech Hashem beis Hashem. They came according to the commandment of the king in the matters of Hashem, the matter of the service of Hashem, to purify the house of Hashem. The Koihanim came to the inner part, the Heichal, of the house of Hashem to purify. They brought out all the impurity, idolatry, that they found in the Heichal of Hashem to the courtyard of the house of Hashem. And the Levim received it there from the Koihanim, because the Levim did not have permission to enter the Hechel. They received it to bring it out to Nachal Kidrain, that is, outside of the city. The text tells us in Posuq 17 that they began the sanctification on the first day of the month, and on the eighth day of the month they came to the Ulam of Hashem, and sanctified the house of Hashem for eight days, and they finished on the 16th day of the first month. Ibn Yahya explains that they sanctified the Azorah for eight days, and then the Ulam for eight days, a total of 16 days. Malbim ascribes the first eight days to dealing with sanctification of the vessels, and the second set of eight days to the Qayhanim purifying themselves, having been in contact with impurity. Mitzudas David says the first set of sanctifying refers to the heichal. After all this, they come inside to the King Chizkiyahu, as Parshasim eighteen to nineteen, and they say. Tihanu Eskol Bes Hashem the S Mizbach Eskol Kalov the Hamaraches Feskal Kalov. We have purified all of Hashem's house and the altar of the burnt offering and all its utensils, and the table of the arrangement that's of the bread and all its utensils, the Eskol Hakelemasher his Niachamelach Ochas Vamal Husoba Maaloy, Hechanu, the Hikdoshn, the Mizbach Hashem, and all the vessels which the King Ochos neglected. During his kingship, in his being unfaithful, we have prepared and sanctified. And behold, they are before the altar of Hashem. Malbim says they prepared new utensils because the previous ones had been used for idol worship. Posuk 20 King Chizkiyahu gets up early. Gathers the officers of the city and goes up to the Beit Hamikdash. Posuk 21. They bring seven cows, seven rams, seven sheep, seven goats as a sin offering, al hamamlocha va al hamikdash va al yehuda for the kingdom and for the temple and for yehuda to atone for all of them as they all require atonement. Explains Radak. Chizkiyahu tells the sons of Aharain the Kohanim to offer on the altar of Hashem. Posuk 22, they slaughter the cattle. The priests take the blood, they throw the blood, they sprinkle it to the altar. They slaughter the rams, they sprinkle the blood at the altar. They slaughter the sheep, they sprinkle the blood at the altar. The Chidah comments that perhaps the sprinkling of the blood is mentioned in the text each time to convey their great simcha, joy, in becoming purified, And in purifying the temple and starting the offering on the altar to Hashem, it mentions it each time like someone expressing gratitude that they merited to serve Hashem. Pasuk 23, they bring the goats of the sin offering before the king and the congregation, and they place their hands on the goats. Malbin brings a few options of who places their hands on the animal for sacrifice. The king and two members of the Sanhedrin, or the princes of the tribes, are two examples. Possock 24, the kohanim slaughter them, and u is the word used for what they do with the blood, which targum renders as purify, so they purify the altar with their blood. The verb refers also to spreading the blood on it with a finger, as per Metsudah's David. They do this to atone for all of Yisrael, as the Posuk says, because the king had said the burnt offering and the sin offering should be for all of Yisrael as per Matsurdis David, and the cattle, rams, and sheep were for the burnt offering, and the goats for the sin offering. Posuk twenty-five begins the description of another element of repair, another element of elevation, following the purification of the temple and the reenactment of the service of sacrifices. Malbin points out that Pesukim twenty five to thirty one describe what is like an inauguration, dedication, because the temple service had been annulled for a long time and therefore Khiskiohu establishes the Koihanim, the priests, with trumpets, like at the time of the dedication in Shlomo's days. Posuk 25, Chizkiyahu establishes the Levium in the Beis HaMikdash with Matsil Ta'im, Nevolim, and Chinayim, different types of musical instruments. We could say cymbals, lyres and stringed instruments. But David, veGod Khazeh HaMelech ve'Noson HaNavi, ki v'yad Hashem ha'mitzvah be'yad According to the command of David and God the seer of the king and Noson the prophet because it's by the command of Hashem through his prophets. This is a prophetic command. Posach 26, the Levium stand, Bichlei David, with the instruments of David, and the Kohanim stand, Bachatzayt's race, with the trumpets. Posach 27, using Targum in places, Chizkiyahu says to bring the burnt offering upon the altar. And at the time the burnt offering begins, the song of Hashem begins on the trumpets and on the instruments of David, king of Yisrael an absolutely awesome moment, particularly considering the turnaround occurring in the kingdom, 28, and all the congregation prostrated themselves. And the song being sung, and the trumpets playing, all until the end of the burnt offering. This continued, clarifies Metsudah's David, until the completion of the offering of the Eila, burnt offering. Bosuk 29 with tzien, And when they finished offering the burnt offering, the king and all those found with him fell to their knees and prostrated themselves. Wow. Pesach 30, King Chizkiyahu and the officers tell the Levim to give praise to Hashem with the words of David and Osof the seer. They give praise ad simcha, to the point of simcha, rejoicing, joy, and they bow and prostrate themselves. Metzodos David says that they reached simcha from the great Dveikus, attachment with Hashem that they had. So they've brought the sin offering and the burnt offering and now they bring the thanksgiving offering. Pasuk 31, Chizkiyahu says with a raised voice, as per Tzian, Atom yedchem Now you have filled your hand to Hashem. This is an expression used at the official dedication of something at its start, as explained by Matsudas David. Now you have started to serve Hashem, come close and bring the v'soidois, offerings and thanksgiving offerings, to the house of Hashem. Ralbag says these are peace offerings. The congregation brings these and the posok says, v'chol nediv leiv oilois, and everyone with a generous heart brought burnt offerings. Radak explains that as oilois are different from zvachim and Sodois which are partly eaten by the people who bring them, whereas oyleis are completely consumed on the altar with none for the people bringing them to eat, it says that those who brought the oyleis are generous of heart. These are totally for Hashem, says Ralbag. The number of burnt offerings brought by the congregation is 70 cattle, 100 rams, 200 sheep, as per Pasuk 32, 33, the Kodoshim, which Mitzurah's David says refers to the rest of the offerings, the peace offerings and thanksgiving offerings are 600 cattle and 3,000 sheep. posok 34, But the Koyhanim were too few and could not remove the skin of all the burnt offerings. Mitzurah's David on the remainder of the Possock and on posok 35 explains that their brothers, the Levim supported them, helped them. Until the work was finished, that of removing the skins. And until the Kohanim should sanctify themselves, they continued to help them each time until there were enough Kohanim who were sanctified to complete the work. Because the Levim were more upright of heart to sanctify themselves than the kohanim the priests. The Levim hastened to sanctify themselves more than the kohanim did. Malbim comments that one reason for the Levim helping the kohanim is also because of the volume of service. Continuing with Matsuda Stavid's interpretation of Pasuk 35, there were a lot of burnt offerings. So the Leviim needed to help the Kohanim because there was so much work to do, because they also brought many burnt offerings with the fats of the peace offerings and with the libations for the burnt offerings, and the Kohanim could not offer up all of these and perform the skin removal. The service of the house of Hashem is set, is established. Amazing. Posuk 36, Vayismach yichizkiyahu vaChol ha'om. Al Ha ki hadavar. thats the same as yehizkiyahu and all the people rejoiced about what Hashem had set for the people. For the matter was with suddenness. Mitzudas David says they rejoiced over the wondrous way in which Hashem set everything to be in order, and that the matter happened with suddenness, quickly. Rashi explains their simcha, their rejoicing, to be about serving Hashem and doing His will, and that they wanted it already in the first year of the king's reign. They wanted to return to Hashem, and their returning was so quick. Hashem granted the blessings of turnaround for the good. He granted them quickly. Real, deep, true simcha comes from connection to Hashem. Tapping into spirituality, knowing you're on the right path. Simcha, rejoicing, true happiness and uplift is a powerful experience. A powerful midah, character trait, to aspire to develop and a powerful gift. May we experience true simcha in our lives and strive for excellence in the middle of simcha. Thank you for studying together. Lelui Nishmas, Rose Foreman, Razel Rochel, Bas ariel Leib, and Rachel Zeitlin, Rochel, Bas Shloma.